Grace, mercy, and peace be to you from God, our Father, from our Lord, and our Savior, Jesus Christ. Amen. As we said, we've been working through stewardship, that Jesus preached more about money than he did about heaven. He preached about money because it was important, because it's really a reflection of, of our relationship with God. So we've been talking about giving up, that my offerings are a response to the Lord for what God has first given to me, that regardless of whatever any need might be, I give to the Lord. I give to the Lord because he has first given. We then use those gifts as we give out. Giving out, not because I'm tired and giving out, I give out to the community, out to the world, sharing God's love specifically with those who don't know, who don't know the Lord and trust him. We use those gifts uh, as part of our evangelism, our outreach, our missions to the world. And so we come to giving in, and again, as giving up and giving out also have a double meaning, so does giving in. Giving in has a little different idea. Giving in carries with it the connotation, first, that it's not a good thing, and it usually is spoken in terms of temptation. That I, I give in and have some chocolate, for example, or, or something else that I'm not supposed to have. It can also refer to the idea of peer pressure, for example. I gave in to my friends and did that thing that I wasn't supposed to do. Again, giving in often has a very different meaning than what we're talking about today. Giving in really comes from our epistle lesson this morning. It concluded, therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. As Paul's working to this letter to the Galatians, uh, he's talking about their life together. And I want to go back over our epistle lesson this morning because as he talks about that giving in, and there's a lot of commands in there about that life together in the church, it also honestly gets a little confusing at times. He seems to almost be saying two different things a couple ways. So what I want to do is go back uh, and see what is Paul telling to the church in Galatia? Uh, what is he trying uh, to emphasize here as he's wrapping up this letter to them? So he begins, carry each other's burdens, and in this way you will fulfill the law of Christ. Now, a burden uh, is that something that's too heavy for you to carry by yourself. The call is, uh, a la the heavy weights in the front uh, from Ashton in our children's message, very well illustrated. You can't do it by yourself. There are certainly those who have felt that way this week. It was just too much. 
They can't move the tree from the front yard by themselves. They can't muck out of the house. They can't begin to rebuild by themselves. People did and are going to continue to need help for years, literally, to come. We, we have that call uh, as that body of Christ to carry each other's burdens. In this way, we fulfill that law of Christ. The law, love thy neighbor. Love one another. So we carry each other. And really, emphasis uh, is actually within here. He's talking about uh, the body of Christ. We, we help the brothers and sisters who are part of our family of God. So he says, if anyone thinks he is something when he's nothing, he deceives himself. Each one should test his own actions. He begins to, to make a new point. Each one should test his own actions. So as we hear that command, the temptation is what? Well, he isn't doing much. Well, well, that person didn't show up for that. Well, that person isn't helping. He goes, uh, 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 hold on. I gave you that command, but I want you to apply this to yourself. Test your own actions about your burden carrying, about your helping one another. Then you can take pride in yourself without comparing himself to somebody else, for each one should carry his own load. Each one should carry his own load. Wait a minute, it just said carry each other's burdens. Well, what he's talking about here is that self-evaluation. Evaluate yourself about how you're carrying each other's burdens. Be honest with yourself. How are you doing using your gifts to help somebody else? Because burden carrying can take time, it can take effort, it can take that self-sacrifice as we give of time, talents, and treasures. Test yourself. How are you doing? Am I using those gifts for someone else? Am I using those gifts as God would have me to do those? We're receivers, aren't we? God has given. God has given me so much in terms of instruction, in terms of gifts, in terms of all of his blessings. He's told me what to do and says, all right, how you doing? Do not be deceived. God cannot be mocked. A man reaps what he sows. You see, it works out. It's that law of giving. Don't be deceived. God gets it. God can't be mocked. God knows what's going on. God knows your heart. What's in your heart? He gives those two comparisons, doesn't he? The person who sows from the sinful nature. The one who sows simply to please himself. The one who sows out of greed. The one who is self-serving. 
from that nature, that, that self-serving nature, that me-first nature, receives destruction. Because that's not God's way. Destruction both in this life, destruction in eternal life. That's the way, that, that's the law. When I go against the Lord and his wills and his ways and his nature, that leads to destruction. The one who sows to please the Spirit, from that Spirit reaps eternal life. God, you have given me everything. What happens? There's this wonderful cycle back and forth. God gives, I return. God gives, I return. Reaping that eternal life that then is returned to God as I seek to please him. and He keeps giving. It's this wonderful cycle that we live in, knowing what all that God has first blessed us. And so as we dwell uh, in that way, this, this wonderful back and forth, God giving me receiving, me giving as God receives those blessings and returns back to me, what then finally happened? He says, let's not become weary in doing good. For at the proper time, we will reap a harvest if we do not give up. Therefore, as we have opportunity, let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. It's easy to get tired, isn't it? People are weary. They need that help. They need that strength that only God can provide, and God provides that through us. Therefore... As we have opportunity, let's be honest, right now there, there is more opportunity to give, more opportunity to serve than, than sometimes we feel like we can meet. There's all these, these opportunities, and you hear about them in our congregation as we serve from, from missionaries across the globe to, to in our own community. As we give to the various organizations that we listed last week, we have opportunity. As we have that opportunity, let us do good. Let us do good to all people, especially those who belong to the family of believers. He makes a special note there. A note that says, as family, we have an opportunity and an obligation to do good. First, giving inside our family, giving to one another, giving to the missions and ministries of our congregation. God uses those gifts in amazing and wonderful ways. We're not self-serving. We don't think about just me. We give beyond ourselves to teach them, to teach them about God's generous, amazing, forgiving, self-sacrificing love. The joy is that we're blessed. We're blessed to be able to give. Sometimes we forget that. Sometimes we forget that it really begins at the beginning. 
with just how amazingly each one of us have received. I don't deserve anything that I have. That is all too often completely and perfectly clear. I don't deserve anything. And yet God says, I love you. I forgive you. I've died on that cross for you. I give my all to you and now challenge you to give. To, to live that same life of giving. Giving to the God. Giving to the world. Giving to support my church and all of its mission and ministries. And works to share God's love. The gift. It's a joy in the end. I'm not alone. As we carry those burdens with one another, as we support and encourage each other, as we reap what we sow, as we give and give more, and God gives and God gives more and we give more, we are blessed. We're blessed to be God's people. And that's why over these last weeks, we've challenged you to think about stewardship because it really flows from identity. Giving is part of who I am. It's a part of who we are as God's people. It isn't in the end uh, about all of those other things. It's first and foremost identity. As we give in, we give out as we give up. We are God's people doing God's work for God's glory. I pray as you, you think about uh, your gifts and your stewardship, carrying your own load, asking yourself what God is giving you and what God is challenging you to do, that you would be blessed in that. As you come to count, and as you count, realize that you've been more blessed than maybe you had even first thought. And how in that so doing, you will be blessed as you share that and find those blessings abound. May God give you all of those blessings. In Jesus' name, amen.